In this week's episode, we're back. It's a new year, and Mickey Mouse has entered public domain. We'll explain what that means. Disney is committed to spending at least $2.5 billion over the next decade. We'll discuss the Disneyland Forward proposal to Anaheim. A popular restaurant will be closing in downtown Disney after 20 years. Hurry up and head over to enjoy their delicious food one last time. Also, the Bad Batch, D23 Funny Event, Knott's Berry Farm, and more on this Don't You Take Away My Toy Story parking lot episode of the Mouse Pirate Podcast. Welcome to Mouse Pirate, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen... Boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. Oh, hey, what's going on? Uh oh. The apprentice Start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Think of me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> Made you look. You're all I ever wanted. You're all I ever needed. Yeah. So tell me what to do now, cause I want you back. Yeah. Happy New Year. 26 days into it. (laughs) We are back. You know what's funny is is one of the other coaches yesterday told me that. He said, Happy New Year. And I just said, Hey. And then it's a joke from Kirby Enthusiasm. That's what he told me. He's like, he said, If you say it in February, it's the first time you see anybody, you tell them Happy New Year, right? Right. So <laughs> that's the whole thing. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. So, um, yeah. 26 days into it, we're back in, I don't know if we're better than ever, but um, yeah. <laughs> never. Never better than ever. But we're here, and um, little in sync there. And the reason I chose that song was I didn't have a song to to um, to put. I didn't think about a song, and uh, I was doing some little um, post production work here or pre production work, and uh, I sang that real quick to myself, and I'm like. Okay, well, then I guess that's what I'm going to put. And uh, another thing is I was at Lowe's the other day, and they were playing some good songs that day. And I was just, like, jamming over there, and they played that song. And I actually I, I sent it to Host B, a, a video of me dancing in Lowe's. <laughs> and no, that will not be out on the Internet. <laughs> but if you want to see it, Dad, maybe I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> um. But, um, yeah, lately, um, well, a, a lot of times I, I, I go to Stater Brothers to do some, you know, grocery shopping and they, 
they play some good music there and because <laughs> we're getting old. Oh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing is, actually, we've been doing this, uh, for the program at work, we've been doing this uh, finish the lyrics kind of challenge. It's a TikTok thing right now. Oh. So we've been going around asking people to finish songs, and one of the new ones um, that we were going to do that we were talking about um, doing goes... Um, don't want to be a fool for you. Just another player in your game for Q. You may hate me, but have <laughs> 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 you finish it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What, so I was actually listening to Instinct earlier today. Was ironic. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, I, that was pretty funny when you played that. Because I was like, oh my god, it's coming back. <laughs> um, have you watched uh, Name That Tune? I mean, I know what it is. Yeah, but. Well, you know, there's a newer version out now, and I'm watching that and naming all the songs. <laughs> and then they play something like from the 50s. I'm like, how can you not know that song? <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's what's funny is a lot of people don't. Like earlier, my I guess that's what started the NSYNC thing because earlier today, well, yeah, no, 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 that was earlier. But my daughter had said, uh, Tell me why. And I went, Tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, literally been doing it all day. So <laughs> it's the boy band episode of uh Fire Podcast. There you go. Maybe later <laughs> on later on we'll do some backstreet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're ninety eight poppy. Yeah, so um once again, happy new year. We've been uh just uh taking it slow through this uh month of January. Um I have not been in the parks this month. Just thought of that. Was thinking about it, and I don't think I have been. No, I don't. I don't. Have I? Maybe. Oh yeah, I think I did go once. I went. Um, yeah, I went right before. Uh, remember, the Christmas season was over. So yeah. I think I went on that Friday. You went on Saturday, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I went once this the year. First, the first one after it ended, right? Right. Right. Yeah, and I think I said 98 degrees. I, I, 98 posse, I meant 98 degrees. Oh. 98 posse was a um, <laughs> was yeah. a, like a promoter for concerts in the area. <laughs> I remember them. So, yeah, so anyway, yeah, I've been there once. Dan's been there probably a couple times or so. But we'll get we'll get. Um, to- yeah, I think just before Christmas ended, and I think once more. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get to all that in a little bit. But first... Um, I'm going to start with this. Uh, this is a quote. I don't even know who this quote's from. I wish I would have uh, wrote that part down. But uh, it says, she, she is the last of old Hollywood. And I'm referring to Glennis Johns, who was a Tony Award winning stage and screen star who played uh, Winifred Banks in Disney's classic Mary Poppins. She died at the age of 100. Yeah. So, uh a good long life, and as we all know, you know, hey, if you make it to a hundred, that's very, very good, you know. So, um, just gonna get to the story. And she, um, when did she uh, pass away? It was uh, maybe uh, in a year, like yeah. the fourth or something. Yeah, I'm over here trying to get to it, and then I got I got pop ups 
videos of Mickey Mouse dancing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's here. It's, it's, uh, it's January 4th. Okay, so yeah, January 4th is when she passed away. And, um, I mean, there's not much to say. I mean, she, you know, long life. So, just wanted to start with that. And, um, yeah, we'll move on from there. All right, so, um, I just want to talk about, uh, well, since, um, since Disney, uh, blocked us for two weeks, and, um, usually I go to, you know, Disneyland or California Adventures for, um, New Year's Eve, I had nowhere to go. So I did with all, I did what all the other blocked out uh, pass holders did, and I headed to Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I, uh, Wait, well, not all, but okay. Well, not all, but okay. <laughs> all, all the pass holders who, lot, who have passes for Knott's <laughs> went to Knott's Berry Farm for New Year's Eve, and yeah. Um, yeah. I had there was um, I think I know for sure two, but maybe three people that I know were there, which I uh, surprised. I didn't know they were going to be there. Ross, I would have said, hey, where are you guys at? And, you know, met up or something. But um, anyway, uh, it was pretty cool. It was fun. They had, a, they had a band playing on the stage, on the main Calico's uh, stage. They had a lot of entertainment going on and all that. But one thing about that, I was... Over there, nuts. They also try to do the tape thing on the ground, you know, put the tape there and try to wrangle people inside the tape and all that. And um, I was trying to figure out where am I going to go for the countdown? Where do I want to be? And uh, a lot of people are over by um, uh, the um, well, the boardwalk because they have they have the fireworks going off and the best. Spot to watch them is right there in the boardwalk. Uh, so, they, so they have the tape on the ground where you could, they want you to stand and make sure you leave a walkway. Um, so I headed to that direction because I'm the type who will wait to the end to get over there. So I just started walking down that area and I saw how packed it was. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. You know, I don't need to be right there to watch it. So I'm just going, you know, looking at see what the crowd looked like. And uh, I went over to the, the stage and um they um their employees are not as i guess they don't know what they're doing i guess i want to say cuz you know when you're at Disneyland and they're telling you keep moving keep moving they don't let you stop and if you were to stop they're going to tell you hey you need to keep moving and Usually the guests will move, even though they don't want to move. They will move over here. No, no, it not. They were like, uh, they had their tape where they wanted the crowd to stand, and they're trying to keep a walkway, which was not working because people were still stopping, and um, the cast members or whoever, whatever they call them, they were trying to get the crowd moving. So I was walking, and there was uh, one of the employees in front of me with the flashlight, you know, telling people to keep walking. So I was like, okay, I'm going to walk behind him because I'll get through. So I'm walking behind him and, you know, it's going well. And then there was another 
uh, employee who was standing there with a flashlight, and then he decided to join him and walk with him. So now he cut me off. So they're both walking, and then he stops the one who cut me off, and now I'm stuck because there's, you know, you're packed. And I'm, like, standing there, and then he's, uh, are you trying to watch this? Are you trying to walk? I said, well, you got in my way. I said, I was walking, but you got in my way. And he's like, well, you need to, he's like trying, trying to tell me to keep moving, but I can't move because he's in my way. And then there's people next to me who's trying to walk and stop at the same time. I'm like, well, you're the dumbass who got in my way. And I was just mad. So, <clears throat> yeah, they're not very good with their crowd control over there with a big crowd like that on New Year's Eve. Uh, I was like, dang, this is crazy. But um, but I still have fun because I, I got to go and get my um, my warm cookie. And I had some hot chocolate, <laughs> so that was right. uh, that made me happy. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Um, so would I go there again for New Year's Eve if I can't go to Disneyland? Yes, unless it's raining. <laughs> I would go, and I would know. Hey, don't go in that area. You know, I don't care about a big old countdowns. Not a big deal to me. But you know, it was still kind. Of, it was still fun. So. Meanwhile, I just watched some live streamers at Disneyland so I could watch the fireworks. <laughs> um, uh, well, yeah, this is what I thought. So normally we'd watch the Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve or whatever, right? Right. But um, I don't uh, like any of the bands. <laughs> They're just not my not, not my thing. So instead I was like, and it's already done when you think about it. Like, by the time it's oh, been yeah. out here, that happened three hours ago. Right. So, I decided I don't want to do that. So, I took a tip from my friend Gina and was just like, you know what? I'm going to find somebody that's at Disneyland and let's watch their fireworks because I know it's live. <laughs> and, you know, West Coast time. So, that's what I did. I don't even know who it was. I don't really care. They <laughs> <laughs> were just standing in front of the castle. So, I got to hear some of the music. And, um... I got to hear some of the music and just uh, watch the fireworks that happened live because the person that was there was, uh, you know, by recording. Let's go with that. So that's all I said in mind. That's cool. I, uh, the fireworks show there at Nantes was really cool. It was fun. Um, you know, the music they use, of course, is just, you know, top 40 stuff. So, but it was still cool. And I actually uh, have that all on video. If anybody wants to watch it, let me know. Maybe I'll put it on YouTube. If no one tells me they want to watch it, then I'm not going to put it on YouTube. <laughs> I put everything on YouTube just so I can watch it later. Yeah, I know. Huh? If I want to. There's some it just so happens that sometimes, just so happens that sometimes two people view it and sometimes thousands of people do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> whatever. Now, there's there's things I put on YouTube just for certain people, so I keep it private, and then, hey, check this out. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So yeah, that was my New Year's Eve. That was Dan's New Year's Eve, and Happy New Year on uh, January twenty sixth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see. Moving on. Well, as I said, it's January twenty sixth, which means that Haunted Mansion is now closed for its big refurbishment, and uh, we got some walls went up right the next day, like always, and uh, we saw pictures of demolished uh, tombs. 
and crypts and things like that. People were getting mad about that. I saw people getting mad, but I'm like, I don't care, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Um, right. Also, uh, noticed from pictures that it looks like the New, New Orleans uh, station is closed for loading and unloading. Um, but you can, it's the train is still open. So, from what it looks to hey, me, go ahead. Hold on, Dave. Um, I'm going to have to disconnect for just a minute. My wife's calling me. Okay. Let me, let me, let me call you right back. Okay. I'll just keep going. All right. So uh, while uh, Dan is doing that, it does look like, um, like I said, the the train is still open. And um, uh, it looks like, I'm not sure, but just from the pictures I see, it looks like uh, the train will just stop there and wait, you know, of course, for the other trains to move from station to station until it moves on on to uh, Toontown. So, um, yeah, so walls are up, construction's already going on. Someone mentioned that um, you can actually hear the jackhammers going at that time when uh, they took that picture of the train station. And the picture I saw was actually from uh, the point of view of being on the train, and you can see the walls up on the train station too. So that's um, what we, uh, oh, that's what I saw. So um, like I said, I haven't been there in a while. Not sure when I'll be going back, but um, for sure soon. All right. I actually, oh, I'm sorry. I was uh, getting up from my uh, resting position. <laughs> All right, hold on real quick. I will be uh, right back with Dan. All right, Dan's back. <laughs> yeah, sorry. My and uh, my wife was somewhere. I had to help her unload stuff out of the car. All right. So um, as I was saying, I just said the train station is closed right there in New Orleans, but I believe it's open. Uh, the train is still running. It just stops there for um, to let the other trains move from straight station to station. But uh, I saw a picture. It was a point of view of um, being on the train. So, and then you can see the walls are up around the station. So it just looks like they're just stopping there to wait. That's cool. But does it look like they've done a bunch yet? Or not yet? Is it like what? Does it look like they've done a bunch over there yet or not yet? I haven't. Just clearing out. I haven't really seen. You know, I, I haven't seen other pictures or anything. That's just, uh, you know, I just noticed the train station looks like it was closed for the loading and unloading. So, yeah. From the time I think you see those pics, it looks like they walled up a bunch real quick and demolished a bunch over there. Yeah, yeah. I noticed, I saw another picture of more of the basically in that line area where you turn in from um, the front of the mansion, you, you go walk to the left and then you turn, you go to the back side. Um, I seen a whole bunch more stuff taken out over there. And um, it, uh, I'm guessing the line, uh, once you go towards that area, it turns quickly to the right 
because I think I saw some walls up or something over there too. So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure how it works, but I haven't seen any more pictures lately of what's going on in that area. When I saw it, when I was over there, we did that little switch, that little quick switchback right out in front of the gates. Uh huh. And then the normal progression past the grass area where, I mean, it was Nightmare Before Christmas at the time, where the uh, pumpkin scarecrow is at. Mm-hmm. And then um, in front, so in, in front right there, and then you came around the other side, and normally that's where you'd go back where all the those tombstones yeah. are with the names on them. Yeah. That was all walled off. And so the switchback came back around um, to the front of the house. Oh. Again, oh, that, okay. that's where we ended up. We'd have come around in front of the house and then just off um, to the side like where you would normally come out. Like as you go through the queue, it turned down a little bit. We normally would come out for the queue, um, pass all where the switchbacks are on that side. Uh, that's where it ended up. And then like when I got on, the line was like maybe 15 minutes long. It wasn't that long at all. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and all that stuff was walled off. So that whole area, basically, the whole switchback part of the key over by those tombstones was already all walled off. I don't think it had been demolished yet because I think it looked like it had just closed it. Because mm-hmm. those were the that was the first time I'd seen the wall. I hadn't seen anybody even post it yet. <clears throat> Interesting. All right. So uh, with the mansion closing. Uh, I guess they uh, decided to add uh, Genie Plus to the Pirates of the Caribbean. So it's on there now. Why do you need it on there? I don't know, but hey, it's on there. <laughs> it gets long. That that gets... Uh, once that can get long, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know why it's just not always kind of on there. Well, like, yeah, it's, but... not, it's not uncommon that we go in that, right? It's like a 45-minute line. Yeah, but and you know, you know as well as I do, that's not a forty-five minute. That's not something I want to wait forty-five minutes for. Yeah, but it's not that long at night, so. That's true too. Oh yeah, by at night it's a walk on. Yeah, well, right now I just looked at it, it's ten minutes right now. So. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, whatever. So yeah, so uh, if you get Genie Plus, you can uh, now, uh, you know, book uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, well, I have it written down here because usually I, I write things down on, or I put in my little notes when I hear something, I put in the notes to talk about. And, mm-hmm. uh, this was back in the, uh, back then, uh, this is no longer available now, but I put back that the passes are back on sale and then they're not on sale anymore. <laughs> yeah. So that went. So fast. Um, I had been talking to some people, and they had hit me. They heard about it, and they were like, "Okay, how do you kind of do it?" And so I said, "Well, I'm like, um, I don't know how popular it's going to be. I'm like, you could, you could wait, but I don't know. Like, since we work anyway, you know, I'm like, why don't you just get on your phone and um, load it up." get in the queue 
Um, cause you can get in the queue kind of before we start school and it just loads you in at nine when it opens and you just keep kind of checking your phone. And if it's all day, it's all day. What are you doing? It saves your place in line anyway. You just have to keep looking at it back and forth. So, uh, like two or three people did it and got it. Like, and, and most of them were like just a couple hours that they waited. It wasn't that bad. Um, but then one, I don't know why she did it on the school computer, but she had kind of waited all day, closed it, left, came back the next day, and they told me, oh, I hope I'm still in the queue in the morning because you don't have to pause the queue. Oh. And I was like, oh, lady, you might not get what you want because all they had left by that time was the, the lowest SoCal one, oh. which actually is what she wanted. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that worked out. That worked out. Oh, everybody else went. Everybody else went in fire. Uh-huh. So, I was like, okay, so they got it. And matter of fact, um, just before my wife ended up calling me, I got a text from one of the new keyholes asking, "How do I modify <laughs> my reservation?" <laughs> I, I got two actually. I got no one that was like, "How do I modify it?" And then I got another one that was like, "How do I?" what am I supposed to do if I'm taking somebody that has a day ticket and they don't have that park available for me? And they're like, should I just book it because the other park is available and try to switch it later? I'm like, well, you, you could, you know, or you just go after 11 a.m. and it doesn't matter what park you're in. Or you tell that person to get a night ticket. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well it's, it's somebody's grandma, so I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, I, think they can, I think they can pull up. I think you stand uh, a pretty good chance that either getting a switch or just Worst case scenario, you just get there. By the time you get there, you don't rush in the morning. By the time yeah. you get there, it's after 11 a.m. and just walking in whatever park you want. Yeah, grandma has to be in bed by 5 o'clock anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, As a matter of fact, I just got a message back about the um, uh, canceling uh, a reservation. And I told them how. And she wrote me back, thank you. They make this whole thing so complicated. <laughs> I just kind of put you'll really. get used to it. Not really. you just, if you don't, if you've never done it, it you know, you know, the first time I had to modify something too, um, you know, I got a little scared. Is it going to cancel all of them? Is it going to cancel all of them or just the one? And, uh, you know, nowadays we'll just like click, 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 click. So, but a lot of new pass holders, dude. Yeah. A lot of them. And a lot of people who said, I'm not renewing. This is ridiculous. Goodbye. Oh, of course. Why? I didn't um, pay attention to like how that went, and um, if I didn't have a pass and I wanted to get a pass, I would have definitely been up when they went on sale and wouldn't have waited because uh, you can't trust those. You know, you can't trust it anymore. You just have to go and do it. You know, right when they go on sale. Yeah, um, and that's what most most people did. Did you see the freaking lines at the park? I saw that. I didn't know you can get them at the park. Okay, so I, I think they were doing it, but there's exceptions. It's supposed to be if you're paying by cash or you're using gift cards to pay for it. Because hmm. you know, a, a lot of people do that. A lot of people, you know, they save the cash or Costco always has those deals where it's like you buy a $250 Disney gift card for $225. Right. So you're, you know, you're getting $25 for free. Yeah. You know, you, you do that a couple of times and you, and you are saving money. 
but that you can only do that at a thing. Dude, for eight or nine hours, people waited there in line. Oh, like, that's ridiculous. I mean, I, I'm sure, I think some people waited that online too, but I'm going about my day. Yeah, yes. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm working and, you know, I just every once in a while looking at my phone. Every every time I bought something like that, I just, that's what I do. Set it to go and then like, okay, when I get it, you can even take it for concert. I just put it on my phone and get in the line for Ticketmaster and just check it every once in a while. Right. And be like, oh, I'm through. Okay. Because I already entered my info because I logged in. So all my info's already there. I just choose my seats and move on. So I know. But yeah, I, I would not wait eight or nine hours in line for that. Uh, me neither. <laughs> I, I almost got in an argument with somebody online because they were like, well, this isn't fair, you know, that they do this. Okay. You know what's not fair? Doing it at 9 a.m. on a Wednesday. <laughs> because most of us work. Right. So this isn't equal. It's equitable. I have a chance to do this too. You know, just because you're, I can't afford to do Well, I can, but I don't have the time to take time off of work to go do it. To go down to the park to do You know what I mean? Yeah. When it, it's, it's in 2024. This is just the way that it is. So, yeah, shut her down real quick. Mm-hmm. this is equitable this is not that anybody that wants to do this should be able to do this not just you who can apparently afford to take a day off of work or don't work so whatever but yeah ridiculous but hey you know we'll survive yep and um if you got uh for those of you who uh got passes when they went on so good for you and if you didn't welcome get- and and if you didn't get one, uh, you snooze, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not renewing, bye bye. All right, all right. So moving on to uh, we talked about this last year. We've been talking about this for a while about um, the um, what do you call it? Mickey Mouse's domain, or what do you call it? Oh, public domain. But yeah, public domain. So I'm gonna read this. It's kind of long uh this is from uh dave alvarez studio he's a cartoonist and this is what he wrote about uh all that all right so here it goes i'm making sure i starting from the beginning all right so this is what he has to say he says yeah <laughs> he says first of all let me assure you that disney has the mouse very well protected and that their lawyers are sitting there quietly waiting for someone to get out of line. A gray line situation, perhaps. The media has gone crazy proclaiming. I hit the wrong button. And they went all the way up to the top. Uh, Proclaiming that Mickey Mouse is in the public domain. Well, that's not. Well, that's true. And it's not true at the same time what is public domain the 1928 steamboat willie version is the plane the plane and the plane crazy as well version i'm trying to scroll down using the little arrows and i keep keeps going to the top all <laughs> right so i won't do that anymore okay and the plane crazy as well version as well in short, Mickey in black and white with no gloves 
Oh, so that means that we all we all own Mickey Mouse now. No, Mickey Mouse as a character is still protected by the copyright laws and trademark. What's the difference between copyright and trademark? Copyright primarily protects the rights of people who create literally dramatic, musical, artistic, and certain other original works like history, test, and software code. Trademarks can protect us or can protect the use of a company's name and its product names, brand identity like logos and slogans. What can I do? What can't I do? You can't create another black and white mouse and call it Mickey Mouse. You can't market or sell the image of Mickey Mouse, so you better uh, shelve. It says you better shelve those bed sheets and blanket ideas. The copyright law didn't give you a New Year's gift. You don't own Mickey Mouse. You can't use the name Mickey Mouse. What can I do? The public has gained the right to creative. I can't even say that word. License? Um, create. Uh, create. No. Um, used the first black and white Disney characters strictly as they appear in the 1920 animated short film Steamboat Willie as well as that year's silent version of the short from Plain Crazy. Um, I keep pressing that button. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, here we go. You can use Mickey and Minnie from Steamboat Willie and Plain Crazy, but you cannot use the um the later version of Mickey that, for example, appears in Fantasia. 2024 looks like a busy year for Disney lawyers. Many don't get this, and I blame the media for half-informing people. Um, the more modern version of Mickey will remain unaffected by the expiration of the Steamboat Willie copyright, and Mickey will continue to be the Disney symbol as well as we all know. Uh, once again, like this is from Dave Alvarez Studios. He's a cartoonist. Um, you can look him up on Facebook. He has all his artworks um, there for you to check out. So basically, that's a little rundown on on the public domain of Mickey Mouse, what it means, what you can do, what you can't do. And um, I'm wondering about that shirt. <laughs> yeah, the one I sent you? Right. Yeah, so I look at that right now, and um, the gloves are the only thing that I was questioning because the rest of it is fine. Uh-huh. Uh, the gloves are the only thing that I was questioning, and maybe the shoes. But to be fair, um, oh, no. Well, I, you know what? I think that the guy that is in the band is a lawyer, so I'm sure he had it looked at Like as far as that. And he's an entertainment lawyer, so I'm sure he had it looked at Um so talk, talk about but I will be wearing that in the park soon, Dave. <laughs> tell, tell everybody what you're talking about. 
Okay. So I sent uh, Dig the picture of a t-shirt from the band and the Vandals, who are in Orange County. You know the Vandals are an Orange County punk band who actually have quite the Disney history, but that's for a tale for a different time. But they put their um, name on a shirt, and it's basically uh, Steamboat Willie with the, um, what, uh, what do you call that thing? The steering, the wheel. Right. Um, with the ship wheel, they put, it, it's Steamboat Willie, and it just has the vandals on it. And they put it, you know, in their post. You knew it was coming. And, um, because, again, they have a history with, with Disney. They, they used to have passes. I think he's actually one of the members of the Club 33 member. Um, so they, they definitely, they, they enjoyed Disney. But yeah, they started selling the shirt. So <laughs> we'll see. You were talking about all that. I mean, I, I'm unclear too because I, I hear that stuff and then you see stuff and like, okay, that's okay. And then you wonder, like, I don't know, can you get away with all that? Like, what's actually? I'm glad I'm not a lawyer trying to figure this out. So I know. Right. So with that, um, just like uh, uh, when Winnie the Pooh was entered to public domain. And we got that Winnie the Pooh movie, the slasher film. Uh, another one uh, dropped. Uh, the the trailer dropped the next day, right when uh, the thing uh, entered public domain. It's called Mickey's Mouse Trap. Um, I'm sure you can use that because it's not Mickey Mouse. It's Mickey's possession, Mouse Trap. So I'm sure there's nothing wrong with that. And um. Yeah, you can check that out on YouTube. You can watch the trailer on there. I don't, I'm not going to play it because I didn't record it. So, <laughs> so once it was terrible. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> terrible. It's uh, what you say it was a version of uh, that movie that just came out. The, oh, Five Nights, Five Nights at Freddy's. Right, right. Looks like yeah. that. <laughs> so yeah, look it up on YouTube. Mickey's Mouse Trap. Uh, if you want to check out that trailer, if you haven't seen that. But uh, yeah, I think that's interesting. Every, of course, as soon as the <clears throat> thing went to public public domain, everyone made a big deal about it. Um, oh, that stuff was totally ready to go. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, they were just waiting. It was already. Yeah. That's funny because we were just talking about it too. I think last episode, I was saying, "Did you hear anything about this?" And then you know, New Year's Day, boom, <laughs> everything dropped. Hold on, real quick. I'm just reading this comment, and I got. Um, Oh, never mind. All right, so, um, yeah, that was ready to go. It was, uh, like I said, the next day it dropped. And you saw it didn't, they didn't film it in a, in a day. <laughs> no, 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 this is already being worked on. All right, so let's see. All right, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. So don't forget, I always uh, post things that Disney announced on the Facebooks, sometimes Instagram, depending on what it is. And uh, Disney posted this 24 ooh-worthy things uh, at Disney Experiences that's coming to Disney in, in 2024. So I'm going to see, uh, there was only a couple that was about actual Disneyland because they were talking about everything of Disney, including all the parks and cruises and all that. Um, the first thing they talk about is uh, uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. And uh, there's nothing to talk about there, really, because we already know about that. 
Oh, the next thing we talked about. Uh, we talked about this already. The Star Tours. New scenes that don't be adding. I just mentioned that again. April. Um, don't forget April 5th through the June 2nd season of The Force. So that's pretty sure when the new scenes are going to arrive. I'm just going through this again because I want to make sure I didn't miss nothing. The next thing was about Pixar Fest. We talked about that. That starts on April uh, 26th. And then the Pixar Pier themed hotel or the Pixar themed hotel will be opening on uh, in a week or no, four days on January 30th. And I guess yesterday they put up signs on the hotel. So you're going to be checking. I mean, you're going to be seeing tons of pictures from people posting that. Phantasmic uh, uh, comes back on May 24th. And I think that's it. New at Walt Disney World, I'm only going to mention this one because it's pretty cool, is uh, they're redoing the Country Bear Jamboree over there. Oh, yeah, what's that about? It says this I year. I heard something, but, you know, not my part. <laughs> so this, this year, the Country Bears will debut new songs and a new act that plays hom- homage to... The Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. The Country Bear Jamboree will still have the same fun and friendly tone all of you enjoy, and it it will introduce uh, reinterpreted Disney songs in different genres of country music like rockabilly, bluegrass, pop country, and other styles. So um, I believe, I think Sunday, this past Sunday, was the last day for uh, the Country Bears, and now it's in the refurbishment stage. Oh, we just um, we just had the run Disney in the parks. I didn't run; I couldn't make it this year. Maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> run, digs, run. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. Uh, First one I've missed. Uh, but then, we, <laughs> yeah, we, we also got an announcement of Run Disney um, Halloween coming up. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't have the information on that. I just reminded myself when I saw this Run Disney. So, hey, the shirt uh, looks kind of cool. Yeah, looks really cool. You guys can check that out. Oh, okay. And, um, actually I had this for later, so I'll save this for later. So that's it for that. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right. So the next thing, (laughs) uh, the next thing is, uh, some magic key offerings from magic key, uh, pass holes. And, uh, do they still have that popcorn bucket for sale? Yeah, I actually, I got that. Okay. Um, I got that the last time I went and I washed it out and I'm going to put it on my back for tomorrow. Awesome. I'm going to take it tomorrow. I'm going to take some uh, Ziploc bags and uh, I'm going to get my popcorn filled. <laughs> I might as well. The bucket itself is pretty cute. Um, I don't necessarily collect buckets. Um, I just get them if I think they're kind of cool looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do get them when I know I'm going to like, I'm going to get popcorn. You know what I mean? I like the popcorn at Disney. I know you do too. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I get it kind of often anyway. I, I would buy it anyway because I like the popcorn. Um, so this is just an incentive to say, oh, you know what, I can get that and I get my money's worth because, you know, what is it? It's a dollar seventy-five to refill. Yeah. So when I go tomorrow, I'll do it at least twice, if not three times, and I, and I will bring some home. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So right. I'll get my money's worth out of the bucket. So I'm looking at a picture of the bucket, and it looks like um, this one you can use to build sandcastles. They all look like that. The uh, last ones I had were just flat. Oh, models. you know what? No, that's not true. You're right. That's not yeah. true. Um, I know what you're talking about. The bottom has those ridges. Yeah. Um, and I'm not thinking about it. Let me go look at it because I have it here in the kitchen. I haven't put it away yet. And I probably should put it on my bag so I don't forget it anymore. Huh. Um, uh-oh, did somebody move it? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Someone might have moved it. Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, yeah, the bottom does have the, the ridges. I don't know if that's meant for Santa Claus or just some kind of a grip. But yeah, you know, some of them have been like this and some of them have just been um, flat on the bottom. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, I haven't noticed that before. That just, just happened to pop, uh, catch my eye when I looked at it. I wonder if it's the magic key one. Did never pay attention to that. Oh, good question. Good question. I don't know. But anyway... Uh, because of that. Let's see. Um, there is also a magic key holder, um, um, photo pass magic shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, are they still giving out that magnet? Uh, they were because I, I did pick up the magnet. Uh, I don't know if they're still giving it out or not because it was just lost the flight last one. I haven't seen a post about that in a bit. Uh huh. Um, but I got mine. Where was that at? Um, it was in the Disneyana. Okay. And they and they had it in a different spot. They had it like, um, you know, the front is where they usually do that, where the vault is. Oh, or what right. used to be the vault for the bank. Right, right. So now they had it in the back room, where all the artwork actually is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's where they had that. I think because it was one of the first days they were given it, and it was kind of busy. And you can just generally kind of get more people back in that room than you can in the front. So, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but that's where it was. Okay. So, yeah. So, those are some things they had. You can guys you guys can go check if they still have that stuff going on. All right. Let's see. Hey, it's uh, right now uh, uh, they are celebrating Lunar New Year. And that runs through uh, February 18th. I think I posted the food guide. I'm not sure. I don't remember. If not, you better because I'm going to go to that next week. Okay, so I better um, post the food guide. I'm looking through. <laughs> I'm looking through the posts, and I don't see it. So okay. yeah, I don't think. Well, I don't need it until next week. Okay, I'll post. I'll post. <laughs> I'm going to pop by tomorrow, but I'm going to go. I'm going to for sure going to go try it out. I'll post it next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're going to remember <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you can check that out. Um, I will find the food guide and post it for everybody, um, and all that. All right, so this is the the um thing I said I was going to get to later. It's D23 announced. That the tickets for the D23, the 
Ultimate Disney Fan Event will go on sale starting March 26th. Um, information about ticket pricing and pre-sale will be shared closer to the ticket on sale date. So if you want to know about that, please stay tuned here uh, on the Facebooks because I will definitely post that information on when they will go on sale. Uh, there will be a D23 um, after dark event on the Thursday before D23. And um, and then we talked about how it's going to be all over downtown or Anaheim. I'm saying downtown Anaheim is Disneyland. Downtown Disneyland, Anaheim or whatever. So the convention center... Um, uh, what do you call it? Honda Center? Is it still called Honda Center? All these things change. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the the Arrowhead. Yeah, I think that's what it originally is. The Arrowhead okay. Pond of Anaheim Center. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all that you know is going to be of Los Angeles. Yeah, of Los Angeles is going to be included in the D Ultimate. That's why it's Ultimate because it's all over the place this this time. So, like I said, soon as the prices and the ticket, you know, all that information uh, is available. I will post it. It also says there's more details at, I guess you can go to, you can go to d23.com, but they're putting ultimatefanevent.d23.com. So whatever you can, uh, yeah, you can check that out, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be going. I don't care how much it costs. What are we thinking? All, all, all three days? I will be going all three days. Okay. Um, as soon as those tickets go on sale, I will be online getting those tickets as soon as they get on sale i will put my alarm on on, on to get up early and i'll get in line and go back to sleep <laughs> good i'll just let you do it <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan um yeah so yeah definitely i'll be going i guess uh dan's gonna be going so there you go oh my gosh all right, so let's see. What time is it? Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. Fat Time. No more uh, Christmas cake. <laughs> Boo. All right. No more gingerbread cookies. Oh, well, they're okay. I don't like ginger that much, but she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, I know I post this. I know everybody knows about... Uh, Tortilla Joe's, and this is a statement that they made. It says, to our Tortilla Joe's familia, thank you for an incredible 20 years. Our last day of service will be March 31st. Don't miss your chance to enjoy your favorite dishes and raise a glass to all the memories we've made together over the past two decades. It says, visit us one last time and celebrate Tortilla Joe's. Stay tuned as we share our final specials and more details on the on our newest downtown Disney Mexican, rest, Mexican restaurants coming in 2024. Uh says, Taqueria by uh, Tortilla Joe's will stay open until April 13th. Now, if you guys remember, I've talked about a lot how we would always go to the Taqueria there because... It's quick. Go tell them what you want, and uh, it's kind of like Subway, you know, or Chip Filet or whatever. You just uh, grab your food and go. They make it in front of you, and 
There you go. So um, I'm to miss that. I haven't been there in a while, so I think I need to get back over there before, um, you know, it all. Before something by. Yeah. We're going to say bye to all of those, <laughs> all those uh, awesome quesadillas that they make. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, we got to go there. Dan, we have to go and uh, eat. I mean, I like tacos. So. <laughs> uh, just be careful with, <clears throat> be careful with that cheese <laughs> yeah and a little bit uh, alright so yeah um, any, um, you have the when you went do you have any food when you went to Disney um, other popcorn <laughs> popcorn yeah uh, I had popcorn because I bought the bucket I had a couple of drinks um from uh, Galactic Grill, I had I had, I had the Blackberry Sky Splash, mm-hmm. which is a blackberry infused lemonade. Oh, and it has blackberries and cucumbers in it. Oh, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, um, I like blackberries. I like raspberry. Or, or excuse me, um, I like limeade. Uh, I couldn't do without the cucumber. Um, me too. I, I can take or leave cucumber. I don't like like cucumber like Gatorade. And oh, stuff, Bepino, no. Bepino, you know, they call it Bepino. I, I don't like that. Oh. Um, I don't mind cucumbers by themselves, but in a drink, I just, it, it's not my thing. I don't know what it is. I like my cucumbers. So I could have done without that part. I like my cucumbers. The like, in fucked up drink. Yeah. You call them a pickle? Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. But the drink was good. Um, I would get that again. And then I got um, a butterfly, a starlight tarot tea. So it was a butterfly tea and whipped taro cream with blueberry uh, flavored spirits. So basically, like blueberry, um, uh, what do you call those, like pearls. Oh. That had a weird taste. Um, because it was the butterfly tea, it had a slight coffee taste to it. Uh, it was kind of thick. It was okay. Uh, I wouldn't get it again. And we didn't even finish it. Um, but definitely, I, I tried to get all the blueberry, like, spears and pearls out there. <laughs> For sure, those were good. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it, like, I think it was the taro. I don't know that it was necessarily kind of a taro cream, uh, which isn't dairy, uh, because it's plant-based. Oh. Consistency, kind of a blue, the blue milk, kind of. Uh-huh. So, but, the, like, the blue milk is better. So, I, I would rather have that. Although, this was cheaper. Did you, did you, did you know freaking blue milk is, like, eight bucks? Uh, I, I don't drink blue milk, so I don't okay. pay attention well, to those prices. My son, yeah, my son does. So I actually like the, yeah, the, like the I like the green one better, but I still don't buy those. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, whatever, it, it's fine. I tried it. I don't. I don't mind. Um, I can't remember anything else I, I had because I haven't been. I've only been like a. A little while, and right. been there that long. Yeah, the trip anyway. It wasn't like a full day trip where I had anything. The restaurant challenge has been kind of on hold just because we haven't spent a huge amount of time at the proximity time that we've been recently, and, and we're winding it down because we're only at a few different places that we need to do. We just haven't gotten to those yet, so it's coming. It's coming. Well, the only thing- uh, other than that. It just would be something that I already ate anyway. 
Right. And was, you would already know what it was. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. The only thing I had there when I went was corn dog. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's always the chicken strips to be had or a salad here, it is flows or something like that that wasn't anything that I haven't already had. What's a salad? So, <laughs> what's, that? Oh, what's a salad? <laughs> you know, I, I, I've been telling people actually that uh, um, don't sleep on the salads at Disney. Sometimes you can find some ones that are a little bit different and they're quite good. Like, you know, sometimes I just don't want all the greasy food. Yeah. Some a little bit different. That's why I like to try some of the sandwiches and some of the other stuff because it's like I get tired of just the, you know, hamburgers or chicken tenders or whatever. I want to try something different, which is kind of why we started the restaurant challenge to begin with. Right. You'll hear more about that later. I can't think of anything else that I ate that was different other than that, which is good. So I'll definitely get that um, punch again. You eat anything else? Just like the same. same no, as I, I just had that, and then uh, my brother and I left early to go get some food somewhere. <laughs> I think we went to Tommy's. To go get food. Went to Tommy's. <laughs> oh, okay. Get more wieners. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, so uh, speaking of uh, getting new things, I heard and I've seen that over at Harbor Galley they have chocolate chip cookies. Okay, that everybody has been saying something to me about. And um, I'm sure you're like me who wants to try them. Yeah. But I got to get there a little earlier because Harbor Galley closes kind of early. Then I open late. Um. Well, uh, usually they have the time here, but I don't see a time. If you don't see a time, it's because it's closed. They're definitely not open this late. It's 10 o'clock as we speak. There's no way they're open. I think it's like 8 or something. Right. But anyway, um... Just to go over the pricing, they yep, have eight. they have a six pack of cookies and and these are uh, six forty nine, and they have a thirteen pack of cookies and those are twelve forty nine. So there you go. Harbor Galley. These are all these have been all over TikTok and stuff. They're kind of they're trending right now. Right. So, but you know me, I'll get them. I'm all about the dessert, so. I want to try yeah. it, check it out. And uh, I will try that soon and let everyone know what I think because they better be good. I'm going to tell you this right now that the chocolate chip cookie over at Knott's Prairie Farm is really good. Like I say, they, they're they hot and warm. They uh, cook them right there in front of you. They have those, uh, what do you call those? Uh, remember those cookie... Uh, those cookie, um, it's an oven. What? It's a cookie it's oven. Easy bake oven. Not <laughs> easy bake. You're close. I forgot what they're called. But they're they're famous. Okay. But um. Anyway, they. Make I, I kind of think I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of what it's called. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they're not easy bake. Got it. No, it's close enough though. 
um, but they make them right there in front of you. So um, they have like um, maybe four or five ovens going. They're small, like microwave size. And like toaster oven, huh? Like toaster oven? Maybe. I'm just trying to remember what the name of that. It's a company. Here it is. Those uh, Otis Buckmeyer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are those cookie ovens. So, yeah, it's about the size of a uh, small microwave, and they have, like like I said, four or five of them going. So they're fresh cookies. So those Knott's Berry Farm cookies were really good. So they better be as good as those. That's all I'm going to say. No, I got a standing order for the Harbor Galley one. <clears throat> I got some people who are like, next time you go. Oh, my gosh. You can bring me back some of those. <laughs> Charge ten bucks for six, and <laughs> I need to start doing that, man. Because I'm going to get food back from people we know. Eighteen bucks for twelve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so move it on because you're going to get me hungry again. Um, so uh, Disney is going to be installing new gates over in the parks for both entrances. It says building. Building permits for the new gates were filed with the city of Anaheim on December 8th, uh, 2023 for both the park, for both of the parks to upgrade uh, their, uh, their gates. Um, sounds interesting what they're going to be doing. Cause it says that, um, I keep pushing that button. <laughs> All right. It says that, um, for Disneyland park, uh, the description includes plans to remove in existing turnstiles and gates, install new automatic gate entry, uh, fix manual gates, and removal and removable railings. The installation of overhead shrouds will also was also listed. It's going to be a shroud over your head. <laughs> um, for Disney California, I don't mess up my brick. <laughs> for Disney California Adventure plans include the removal of existing turnstiles and gates to install new automatic gate <coughs> entry um, fixed manual gates and removable railings as well as new overhead shrouds it's worth noting that Disney California Adventure had two separate permits filed for both the turnstiles and gates whatever that means so, um, so that's going to be, I don't know when that's going to go on. Or hey, do you think this is the, um, the, um, entry of, uh, the magic man? Oh, well, there you go. I didn't think about that, but it's a possibility. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to redo the gates anyway. And you know. Oh, you know what? Now it makes sense because um, if you go, uh, well, whatever you, you scan. You said automatic gates, right? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. If you, whatever you scan, it, once you're accepted, then they open. Instead of the cast member telling you, okay, you know, or whatever. If you know your gate opens, then you're good. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be there when the gate doesn't open. <laughs> scan. So, oh. you, Bong. You've been there already when the gate <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. 
Uh, all right, so... I could see that. I mean, it would, it would make sense to me. to be like, well, we're doing all this. We might as well install the stuff. It just says here, uh, this is... I was reading something from something else. I don't remember what it was from. But this is from Fox 11. It just says, starting later this year, the construction will begin on those gates. And it says, additional gates will be added as well as making gates ADA and stroller accessible. Well, I'm okay with ADA. <laughs> yeah. Not strollers. Um, we will take a phase phased approach to construction, working on one turnstile bank at a time to minimize impact to arrivals. And it says it's part of a $4.8 million overhauling project at the Anaheim theme parks. The new gates are modeled after those in place at Disneyland Paris, which automatically opens after a cast member scans and validates the guest theme park ticket, which we just said. And just let you know, this is the first time me reading this. Uh, the, ma- the major change comes as officials also re- revealed new details about the ongoing construction in the downtown Disney district, where a bunch of new restaurants and shopping experience are slated to open soon. And that's it for that article. So, yeah, we uh, answered our own question. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you know, Magic Band's already uh, working, so maybe they'll actually install a Magic Band reader there, too. Like they it do. just makes sense to me. Right. If you had bothered to do that with all the uh, free ones, shit, you didn't get. But anyway, if you had bothered to get um, to do all that, like you, you knew it was coming. There's no better time to do it than then, because you're going to have to redo the front anyway. So why not just take the time to install it? Even if they decided okay, we're not going to use it yet, what's the point in doing all that and then having to redo something when you do want to introduce it? It yeah. doesn't make any sense, right? So I would imagine we're going to see the turnstiles further there, then then slowly start to uh, to go to to using it. Realizing, of course, you don't have to use it, but, you know, the option is there. So what do I know? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. All right, so uh, speaking of that four point whatever I just said, million dollars, um, we talked about this before. It says Disney was committing uh, one point. $9 billion over the next decade as part of the long-term Disney Forward proposal. There was a uh, uh, meeting or something just happened not too long ago. It says, new details about the development agreement between Disney and Anaheim were released on January 23rd during an inf- uh, an inf- inform- uh, informal workshop for Disneyland Forward. The proposal was presented in two parts with a minimum investment of $1.9 billion and the higher threshold of a $2.5 billion. Uh, it says uh, the company is also spending millions of dollars on housing, parks, and street within the city. The $1.9 billion investment will go towards theme park lands, attraction, hotels, shopping, and dining west of Disneyland Drive on the Toy Story parking lot. 
I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that because uh, we're going to lose our Toy Story parking lot. We're going to lose what, where we love to park. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever they do there and whatever they build there, um, it's going to be good. You know, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to complain about anything they're building there, but um, we're going to lose our parking lot. Our, I would like to say secluded parking lot because everyone wants to go park in the making a friends, Pixar, Toy Story, whatever you call it, parking structure. But, um, yeah. Anyway, so go ahead. Am I correct in, in hearing that, okay, this stuff, they're talking about it again, which already obviously failed the first time because of the city. None of this has gone to the city yet. Did I read right? Hold on. Let me scroll back up. It just says that it was presented to Anaheim during that uh, workshop. Okay, so officially not to the city of Anaheim. Officially not right or, uh, yeah. Was I forgot what I was going to say? Because you can do that, but then if it, it has to go to to the city, right? Like city council. So, like, there's still nothing set in stone, and you still, I don't know that I heard anything in what you said addressing the concerns of the neighborhood businesses, which was the biggest concern with all this. Well, the thing that they... with, with the um the the bridge, right, right. Um, it says here, however, the investment won't cover parking structures, pedestrian bridges, and road improvement expenses. Disney will cover those costs separately, according to the report. The proposed plans calls for Disney to build a 17,000 uh, space east side parking structure with a direct connection from the 5 freeway. The proposed parking lot will be Bigger than Mickey and Friends and Pixar Palace parking structure combined. That's massive. Um, about I still don't believe it's going to happen. About three pedestrian bridges would connect the east side parking structure with the theme parks while also providing access to the areas, hotels, shops, and restaurants. The Disneyland Forward project details how officials want to up date and renovate the Anaheim theme park. Uh, the, the project will include new attractions, shops, and restaurants within the existing 490 acre footprint of, or not of, it says the Los Angeles Times reported. Disney fans have long theorized the land's rights and attraction based on Tangles, Zootopia, and <coughs> Tron, and expanded areas based on Peter Pan and Toy Story could also be in the works if the project is approved. Um, uh, says in, in December, Disney Parks Chairman uh, Josh DeMauro talked about the possibility of bringing Frozen, Arendelle, Black Panthers, Wakanda, and Coco Santa Cecilia to life in some capacity at the happiest place on Earth. 
and potentially its sister park in Orlando. The Anaheim Planning Commission will hold hearings for Disneyland Forward in March, and the City Council will vote on the proposal in May. So there you go, in May. Still months away and no guarantee. Right. Um. Right. I'm not, whatever happens, happens. But I love my Toy Story parking lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. The only way to fly. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. And, um, of course, we'll talk about it again later. So, Dan, I heard you saw Wish. I did see Wish. Uh, I saw it when it was in theaters. Isn't it about... Didn't it win for... Or it got nominated for some stuff, huh? Um, I believe so. Yeah. I don't know what, because I'll pay attention to award shows. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I doubt it. I think they're fake. But this one, this one was worthy of some stuff. No, you know, I really like this movie. Um, oh, I talked about it on my podcast. That's why I thought I talked about it. Um, I thought it was a little bit of a throwback to um, basically a bunch of Disney films. This is this is supposed to be the film that, like, I don't know if it is it finalizes Disney One Hundred, um, but it definitely en- encapsulates. Uh, Disney 100 there's so much in this film that is is hidden about Disney history um, small stuff I don't even want to spoil it for you Please don't. Uh, I think you should see it and, and catch all the little uh, things themselves but uh, it, I, I spent a lot of time going oh that's so and so that's a reference to so and so that's a reference to so and so and then the credits um, the credits go through like Constellation, right? Because it wishes a star, and that's the character's name is Star. Um, of every film uh, Disney has ever done, all of them. So we were sat there during the credits, trying to like you know guess the thing. and it's all, some of them easy, obviously. Oh, that's Snow White. That's you know Sleeping Beauty, all that. But like, oh, that's The Rescuers, and that is um, the Great Mouse Detective. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that is um, Milo from uh, uh, Atlantis, like all of them. So it, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but the film itself is very much um, like the early one, but with like a modern day twist because uh, it has to stay current. You know, there's no jokes in there that are like, oh, that's specifically a 2023 or 2024 joke. But it was like it's, it's more modern. And the music, um, while it has that big, you know, standard Disney feel of like this, this feels like a Disney song. Um, it still felt modern, like in, in the instrumentation and stuff. So I actually really enjoyed it. I, I went in, I wanted to see it because it was a Disney film, and I went I went in not knowing a lot about it because I don't really feel like they advertised it enough for you to get a sense of what it was really about but the only thing the only spoiler that I will give you is that um, when you wish upon a star is in the film okay. like the songs that are actually in the movie mm-hmm. um, and I thought that I thought that was cool um, I don't know I just thought it was real cool I, like I, again I didn't go in thinking that this was going to be such a good movie and I was pleasantly surprised 
like I was thoroughly sitting there laughing and just enjoying myself in, in the theater. And there was, I went on winter break still, so I don't know, 25 people in the theater and it had already been out. Didn't it come out like a Thanksgiving? Yeah. So it had already been out like almost a month. So I don't think, I think some people thought it was going to be like the sleeper hit, kind of like Elemental. Elemental didn't do well when it first came out and it kind of built up some steam later mm-hmm. and got nominated for the best animated picture recently. Um, but I totally, you, you should mean to see it, dude. I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, that was funny. And that kind of stuff when you actually see the film. I thought it was good. Well, I plan to see it if I, even if I'm, well, probably going to wait till it's on Disney Plus, <laughs> but I will. Yeah. Well, now I think you kind of have to. Yeah. I didn't, I don't pay attention to what's up anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of, I wanted to see the Marvels too, because I had a friend that had seen it and said, it's good. And, you know, it, again, it, it got kind of panned, you know, whatever, but I go in there just, am I entertained? And if I'm entertained, that's, that's my, that's my measure. Like, did you entertain me? Because, mm-hmm. you know, something like Eternals, I still can't get through that movie. It was pretty good. <laughs> like, I actually thought it was like, pretty good. I, 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 I want to try it again, but, like, I had a very hard time getting through it. Yeah. And I haven't. I haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah. I, I watched the whole thing. It was pretty good. You did, it's, you know, you have to pay attention and understand what they're talking about. And then you're like, oh, okay. And, um, I can't tell you anything about it right now because I don't remember, but I did like it at the end, so it was cool. Uh, real quick, On the subject of movies, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, finish that. Oh, I was going to say, um, right now they're, I think Soul is in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Like they were doing Soul, they were doing Turning Red, and um, shoot, what's one more? That kind of came out about that time period. Dang, there's one more. Anyway, there's three that came out kind of during pandemic um, that they're showing in movie theaters because they all had their premiere on uh, either on Disney Plus or it just came out on Blu-ray. So um, let me see. Soul Turning Red and Oh Luca, that's the other one. Oh yeah, all of them are coming in movie theaters. And Soul just started, uh, I think, on a 12th so last week. Yeah, almost two weeks ago. So, all three good movies. All three good movies. Uh, uh, did we mention this? Or did I, 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 I yeah, yeah. I don't think we did. Yeah, we did. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I think. Cause remember, Turning Red is my favorite out of those three. But they're all good films. Yeah. I was going to say... They just didn't have the benefit of being released in, in theaters. Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of Marvel, um, I haven't had a chance to watch Echo. Yeah, I mean, either. I want to. Yeah, yeah I, I want to too, but uh, I've been, uh, well, it's not like I can't do two things at once, but I've actually been uh, watching uh, Percy Jackson. That too, that's on my list too. That one is really good. Um, yeah, my brother's all over that one. Yeah, it's 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 really, it's good. I love it. Um, I know I know a lot about the Greek, you know, gods and stuff. Not a lot, but I know mm-hmm. some stuff. But I was really surprised that my brother knows a lot because we're watching it and then he would name the God they're talking about. And then I'm like, oh, shit, you know. Yeah, I could see your brother doing that. Yeah, he, he knows about that stuff more than I do. And I'm like, oh, shit, my dad's all, 
I mean, my, not my dad. My brother's all, oh, that's Poseidon. I'm like, what? <laughs> and, so, and then he's like, he just starts naming the gods that they're talking about before they even say their names. And I'm like, damn. So it's kind of cool. So we've been watching that. Uh, there's two episodes left. One just came out on Tuesday. But I'm going to wait till the last episode before I watch the next two just so I can, you know, like go into watching these two episodes because they're like only like 40 minutes or whatever. So, yeah. I'd probably just wait to binge it all. Oh, yeah. I would do that too because, I mean, Tuesday coming up is last episode. So, start, oh, yeah. start, start on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, but, yeah. Definitely check that out. It's really good. Um, yeah. It's pretty tight. I love it. Um, real quick. Let me get to this page because we had an announcement that the Mandalorian and Grogu are going to embark on a new adventure to the movie theaters. They're going to go. Yeah. They're going to go watch Soul. <laughs> All right. So it says uh, director Jen, uh, John Favreau and producer uh, and produced by Favreau. Kathy Kennedy and Dave Filoni, The Mandalorian and Grogu will go into production in 2024. Uh, they're going to be hitting the big screen. John Favreau and Dave Filoni have ushered into Star Wars to uh, two new and beloved characters, and this new story is a perfect fit for the big screen, added Kathleen Kennedy, president of Lucasfilm. Um... Just reading if I need to read that, but I don't. So basically, uh, uh, Mandalorian's going into the big screen, making a movie out of this. Is going to be the last. This is the last of it, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think this is it uh, for the series, and they're going to go out uh, in the movie theater. So that's cool. Yeah, Ahsoka too also got in there. They're going to do oh, right, right. A so second season, yeah. Now that you said that, I, I was thinking maybe I should have read the rest of it because <laughs> uh, I was just and then, yeah, I was sorry. I was skimming through it and I saw Ahsoka and I thought they were talking about something else, but it does say that uh, also currently developing Ahsoka 2 season among those in the works, so yeah. So I haven't quite finished what if yet. Second season of What If. Okay. But um, started off a little slow. Uh, got better. Um, the last episode that I watched, I think, was the sixth one. It was, I think there's two more after the one I watched. But the sixth one had uh, something different. It had a Native American character. And the episode was almost um, fully in, oh, my God, I can't remember the name of the language. And I'm not even going to try because I don't want to butcher it. Mm-hmm. Um, or whatever language it was, it was almost like it was just in that. Uh, besides that, there were some Spanish words oh. because it had to do when the Spanish came to you know, conquer the natives here in the, what is now the state. Um, but it's the first, I guess, Native American hero for Marvel, but it's also the first hero that was created on a TV series, like here in the Marvel Universe. Uh-huh. Like, that wasn't already a pre-existing character. This was created for that. So that's pretty cool. And then there were some, uh, there's only a site spoiler. There may be, the thing about what if, 
if there's always something introduced in what if that kind of translate to the Marvel film. And this did that with this character and possibly with Scarlet Witch. So if, if the theories are true and what they talked about, we could see the Scarlet Witch in future MCU movies, even though she's supposed to be dead. Hmm. So interesting, interesting concept. Well, and I heard the other two episodes were really good too. So, you know, I just kind of had time to sit and watch them. Maybe this weekend because I don't have a lot to do this weekend. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. We shall see. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. I need to um, start What If 2. So I'm going to try to see if I can. Actually, you know what? I, I didn't finish last season. I think I went. No, I think I did. Because I was thinking about that one day. I'm like, did I finish last season? And then I looked up and I, I think I didn't watch all of them. But. I'll go back and check to make sure. Yeah, another thing to watch out for that you have to sit there and watch it, pay attention to what is going on because you'll get a little lost with the story if you don't. Right, right. <clears throat> All right, so uh, let's go back to Star Wars. <laughs> the trailer. For, Star Wars. The trailer for the last season of The Bad Batch came out. Oh, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, so let's play that real quick. Hold on! We've got troopers up top. We're running out of road! Not exactly a stealth exit, boys. Let's move! I thought that the end of the war would mean an end to losing more of our brothers. But I was wrong. We can't just walk away. Not with the Empire imprisoning the kid. Secure her in a cell. Omega's been waiting for us a long time. Our mission... It's not over yet. There is nothing of greater importance to secure the future of this empire. Whatever is needed to accomplish this goal, you will have it. They are coming. For all of you. Give us a real challenge. Everyone down! We're not big on following orders. I wasn't planning on killing you, but you're making it very tempting. Um, I think I'm going to say that Bat Batch is probably my favorite. I mean, I like the Clone Wars and uh, all those, but 
This is really one of my favorite shows. I this season is going to be like really cool. Like I said, it's the last season for Bad Batch. Uh, it's going to be really cool. Um, I'm not sure if you uh, recognize that voice at the end about killing. No, I, I mean I heard it, but well, it's not a spoiler because you're going to see the person in the trailer. In the trailer, yeah. But it's uh, Asajj Ventress. Uh, oh yeah, I did hear her again. Yeah. Um, and then they showed um, Cat Bane, Phoenix Shan's in there. Uh, of course, she was in the first season. I think it was first season. They're trying to uh, take what's her name. Oh, uh, Omega. Omega. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Trying to take her. So anyway, uh, she's back, and I. Th- um, it could be that. Um, Remember that they took Omega. Yeah. And um, so, of course, uh, the Bat Batch is going to go and rescue her. And uh, you got to check out the check, check out the um, trailer. But it, maybe we have uh, I saw as Ventress is uh, helping to get Omega. So and Phoenix Shan. So we'll see about that. It's a lot of cool um things in there but i'm really excited to uh check out the bad batch and uh season premiering well it premieres on february 21st with three episodes so there you go exactly so yeah i can't wait for that it's gonna be cool that's another uh series that uh my brother and i watch so it's gonna be cool it's gonna be fun can't wait and then uh we'll talk about all that too when after that and uh yeah star wars nothing but star wars always <laughs> more star wars is better than no star wars yeah <laughs> all right so i think that's all i have for disney so we're gonna go back to Knott's Berry Farm. And uh, I'm going to talk about uh, they have a new Calico Social Hall for Prestige Pass holders. I did not know what a Prestige Pass was because I don't have that. So no, I saw the price of these. Yeah, so obviously a well, the Prestige Pass is a new pass, I'm guessing. Yeah. Because they've only had the the regular pass, and then they have uh, the gold pass. Hold on, real quick. I'm gonna look this up. It's loading right now. All right, so they have the regular pass, yeah, and the gold pass. Um, the gold pass is for um, both parks, which is uh, Soak City and Knotts. So I think. Uh, actually, they've had the Prestige Pass. I'm not sure if it's been the Prestige Pass or, you know what? Let me just check here. I think that used to be called the Platinum Pass. That's what I think. Because the mm. Platinum Pass was all of uh, Cedar Fair Parks. 
I'm just looking here to see what it says. I, I don't know if that's what it ha- I looked at this, but it's been a while, and I said, nah. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the, the, oh, yeah, yeah. the platinum. Oh, okay. They had what they they had a platinum pass, and that included everything here, knots, Soak City, and every uh, Cedar Fair Park. So, if you're visiting Ohio or whatever, you can go to those parks and the one up north here. Um, so now I think since uh, Six Flags bought them, they've changed it. And now you have a prestige pass, which you get the this or the the Knott's Berry Farm. You get the food discounts, merchandise discount. You get the Bring a Friend. You get everything that I get right now, plus Soak City. Um, okay, yeah, this prestige pass says all. It says available for all park passports. Passport. Additional fee. We'll have to get information on that. Okay, so yeah, this is all Cedar Fair Park. So there's that. Uh, now we'll get to the other thing later in a minute. You get free general preferred parking. You get one free use fast lane pass per visit. You get two bring a friend tickets annually. And of course, the monthly payment plan if you want that. So, um,. Talking about the price, it's four hundred bucks for that pass. I mean, I'm not getting this pass. Um, but the thing we're talking about is the new social hall for prestige pass. Basically it's a room you can go kick back, sit down. They have um food out there, they have snacks that you can get. It's only one snack at a time, I think it says something like that. Um, they have drinks. I think you have to pay for it or you can fill in your bottle. I don't remember. But, um, yeah, so this new um, social hall opened up on the 1st of uh, January. It's in the dress shop. That's all in the ghost town. So somewhere back in the you go into the dress shop and you... It's in the back part of that. And, of course, you know, you're going to have to show your prestige pass to get that. But, yeah, I believe it used to be called Platinum Pass because I like mm-hmm. it. I never heard of prestige pass, but just looking at what you get is the same thing as the Platinum, so they just changed it. So I saw something here that said um, with, with that one, uh, shoot, where is it? That the platinum pass is no longer available, and if you want the all park thing, you have to upgrade the prestige pass. Oh, okay. You, you can upgrade the prestige pass to the all park pass, and that the platinum pass is no longer, uh, no longer a thing. So that's see, so I was right. It used to be called the platinum, so now it's prestige. They're just trying to be like Disney, change the change the name and raise the price. <laughs> yeah, because the gold, the gold pass. Is $155. The regular pass is $130. So. Okay, so here's what it says. It says, with the introduction of the All Park Passport, the Platinum Pass will no longer be offered in 2024. But don't worry, you can still get the same benefits with the purchase of the 2024 Gold Pass with the All Park Passport. Right. But the combined price of a 2024 Gold Pass and All Park Passport is 
is less than the price of the 2023 patent, platinum pack, then you save up to $45. All right, so that's why it says eligible for all park passport additional fee. That's what it says. Yeah. Just checking this. It doesn't say how much it is. I have to go through there and actually try to buy one. Yeah, I know. I was trying to check that out too, but then I have to fill out my name and all that crap. Yeah. I'm not trying to do that right now. So, yeah, there you go. So, anyway, I guess there's people who do have that pass and we're over there in the new hall. Whatevs, whatevs. They'll have cameras because they're influencers. Mm hmm. Another thing, too, is um, um, the Knott's Peanuts celebration that's going to be going on over there. I'm trying to see. When that starts, I think it starts this weekend. I'm not sure. All right, let's see. Well, the old park one starts at a hundred bucks. Just from one hundred dollars. All right. Yeah. See, I was right. Um. So the um. Peanuts uh, celebration is daily from it starts on January twenty seventh through February twenty fifth. So you can go check that out. I've. Oh, yeah, I'm like, have I ever looked at that? Not really. I don't think I really paid attention to that thing, but I'm sure it's cool. Maybe I'll go over there and check it out. There's going to have a, yeah. uh, let's see, Snoopy's Legendary Rooftop Concert on the Calico uh, Mine Stage. You got Charlie Brown's Trivia Challenge at the Birdcage Theater. You can meet Franklin in Town Hall. Um... It's your life, Charlie Brown, on the Calico Mine stage. What? They have, oh yeah, they've done. They started this, I think, last year or something. Um, kind of like uh, at a California Adventure, they have a uh, peanuts sketch school to learn how to draw the peanuts characters. Uh, they have pig pens, a uh, livery livery stable. You can go check them out. It says messy pals over there. <laughs> And uh, Peanuts Cowboy uh, Jamboree at the Calico Park. So lots of uh, entertainment. And, of course, you can't forget the food. Lots of food options. They have a Franklin mac and cheese noodle cheddar and broccoli soup. Uh, Woodstock's cheesecake dessert. Can't have that. Um, Schroeder's fluffy breakfast Mac and cheese pancakes served with a side of bacon and maple syrup. Lucy's Van Pelt's mac and cheese waffle cone topped with pulled pork. Snoopy's mac and cheese burger and... Oh, cheeseburger with burger sauce. Linus mac and... They have a lot of mac and cheese. Linus's mac and cheese... So did the festival of uh, fatness. <laughs> Linus's mac and cheese bites... Over French fries served with spicy aioli. Maurice's 
Alfredo pasta pinwheel. Pig pens, ham and mac and cheese loaf. Uh, two more. Um, Jose Peterson's uh, Swedish meatball on top of mac and cheese and french fries. See? And the last one is Charlie Brown's 10-inch burrito with mac and cheese, ground beef, and queso. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of mac and cheese going on. Yeah. We have uh, some dessert cornbread funnel cake with mac and cheese and pulled pork with with a barbecue sauce drizzle, uh, snickerdoodle cookie witch with vanilla soft serve and road and graham cracker crumbs. That's good. Cinnamon sugar churro stuff with jelly and a peanut butter drizzle and bacon bits. I'll eat that. Uh, fluffy, fluffy loaded funnel cake topped with cheesecake batter and gummy mac gummies. We got a lot going on for the peanut celebration. <laughs> I know. So once again, January 27th uh, through February 25th. And um, I got a notification that I can get friends in for, I think it was $60 or something. <laughs> so there you go. <clears throat> All right. There you go. I don't think so. I think uh, that's it for that. I'm done. I have nothing else to talk yeah. about. And nope. uh, let's see. Where is that button at? I'm looking for the button. I'm looking for the button. I found the button. Yeah. That's some button. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Most Part Podcast. Hey, don't forget you can check us out on, uh, you know, the Twitch. Twitch. I don't even like that thing anymore. All right, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Snappy Snaps, TikToks, whatever that threads is. I'm not sewing anything. <laughs> Check us out there. I will be posting information on the D23 when the tickets go on sale and anything else. Don't forget to uh, head over to DGPclothing.com. Get some uh, merchandise, get some personalized gifts. Check us out on patreon.com forward slash mousepire. And where's Dan at? Disney Adventures on Instagram, and there you can find the link tree that has all my stuff. TikTok, you don't stop. G A N S T at G77. YouTube, that's the same thing at Dan's Disney Adventures. You can find me. Big tagging. <laughs> and uh, soon he will restart that food challenge at the Disney parks, Disney resort. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't mean I haven't been loading other stuff. Right. There's been right. other stuff loaded. Yes. Yeah, I just, but I was going to say that, I was going to say the food challenge is going to go over to Tortilla Joe's at the Taqueria. <laughs> We're going to head yeah. over there. Yeah, oh, yeah. And special edition next week when we hit the Lunar Festival. There you go. Lunar Festival or Lunar New Year's and all that stuff. Oh, that did remind me, real quick. Apparently, there's a big dragon, uh, you know, uh, for Lunar New Year uh, in the hotel. 
Oh. So might actually might actually check that out tomorrow. Remember how we had this conversation that they're always changing the display in the hotel? Right. Apparently that's what it is right now. Somebody sent me a, a picture that they saw of it earlier, so I'm gonna go check that out. Alright, that's cool. Alright, so um that's it. Uh we'll be back next time and uh for David So, Joyce Randolph and Glennis Johns, I am Diggs. Dan. He's Dan. All right. Hasta la pasta. Uh, See you later and bye. Bye. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com.